0: What's up, you guys? I'm your host, Michelle Snore, and welcome to the Limitless Podcast. Researcher and author Brene Brown says, Daring to set boundaries is about having the courage to love ourselves even when we risk disappointing others. It can be a hard thing to do, to set up the expectation in both our personal and professional lives that people cannot have access to our thoughts, emotions, and time that either they once had or wanted to have. But trust me, setting clear lines will make it undeniably easier for both parties and help you stick to your goals of creating your dream life. If you allow them to continue to have negative conversations with you, you pick up the phone, you respond to a text, you egg that on, they are going to keep doing it. You have to teach them how to treat you. In today's episode, I challenge the people pleasers in all of us discuss why we need healthy boundaries, and give you three simple steps to setting and staying consistent with them. So grab a notebook and let's get limitless. Okay, you guys, boundaries. Let's chat boundaries. I feel like Boundaries has been such a buzzword, and I I love that because I think it's something that we all can be better at and we all need inside of our lives to have successful relationships. I cannot count the amount of conversations I have had over the last even month with friends, family, myself, within my team about boundaries. And so I knew today we needed to cover this topic because if all of these people and myself need it, I know that you listening need it as well. I think we need to start with identifying what a boundary actually is. So I decided to do a little dictionary definition and the dictionary says, a line that marks the limits of an area, a dividing line. When I read that, I was almost laughing to myself because it seems like such a simple definition. A line that marks the limits of an area, a dividing line. And, but then when it comes to our everyday lives and setting boundaries and staying consistent with them, it is not easy at all. I think one of the things that holds us back from setting and keeping our boundaries is the fact that we think boundaries are a bad thing. It's that we think we're being unkind by setting a boundary. But in reality, we're setting these to have better success in our relationships. I love the point in the definition where it said a dividing line. I'm an extremely visual learner. So if you guys are visual learners out there, you're going to just, just love this too. But I literally imagine a line. And if I cross it, what's going to happen? Or I imagined for me, let's just say there's a door, right? We naturally walk through doors. However, if there was a sign on the door that said like danger, do not enter or (laughs) beware of a dog, you wouldn't catch me running through that door. So I realized it's something that we actually have to put into place. A lot of times we actually have to look at ourselves when we're in situations where people are taking we feel like they're taking advantage of us in reality a lot of that actually comes back to us but the beautiful thing about that is that you then have the ability to change that so boundaries need to be established all the time establishing boundaries isn't just a one day and done you're not going to sit down with your notebook today and it's going to be the last boundaries you need to set for the rest of your life And I want you guys to just accept that because if we understand that with the evolution of life and with the evolution of our relationships, we're going to continuously need this tool in our lives, it's gonna make it a lot less daunting. I also wanna mention, sometimes when I have the conversation about boundaries or when I'm teaching it in one of my classes, it can be taken a little bit to the extreme, okay? So boundaries do not mean that you are being demanding or a jerk or rude or any stretch of the imagination. And I think sometimes people can be one way or the other. They're like completely letting people walk all over them or on the opposite end, they have this wall up and they're, they're bitter and they're angry. And it doesn't have to be like that. Boundaries can be a really smooth, simple conversation. And I want to simplify that for you guys today and make sure that you feel confident and clear going into how you're going to set these in your life. I think a lot of people haven't even really thought about this on a grand scale. They're like, okay, a boundary, cool in one ear, out the other. But if you really sat down, we first have to figure out what those boundaries are and why we need them. I already broke down into a little bit of this, but, um, Setting a boundary is what is going to help your relationships thrive. And if not, you can quite honestly lose yourself. Poor boundaries can lead to resentment, frustration, anger. Nobody feels good (laughs) when they're getting taken advantage of or they feel like their boundaries have been walked all over. So we are going to eliminate that today and get you guys in a good perspective around boundaries. So I am going to give you guys examples of boundaries, and we really have to look at this in both our personal and professional lives. There's so many times that it's quite honestly with the people closest to us, and that can be really challenging. Um, But with that being said, so let's start with a work boundary. For me personally, um, if you guys are new to this podcast, I'll give you guys a little bit of a a background on who I am. So I own a hair salon. I have an education company where I teach a business program as well as technique classes. I am also still a stylist behind the chair. So one of the first boundaries that I really saw a difference inside of my business was as a stylist. So I was working for a company and then I went to be an independent stylist. So I didn't have a company yet. I was just working for myself and I was just getting client in after client, after client, after client, coming in early, staying late. I had absolutely zero <laughs> boundaries within my business. And that was because it was all new to me. I was starting a, a completely new adventure. I didn't, I wasn't necessarily taught boundaries in, in the workplace before that. And so I was coming in early constantly and I started to be so tired. I started to get frustrated like don't these clients understand that i'm coming in early for them like they should be so appreciative and i just felt like people had all these expectations of me and i was just getting frustrated like i can't i can't meet these expectations and i realized in that moment that it was my choice to come in early they don't know that i'm coming in early they think i'm just getting them in and I wanted to just be a people pleaser and just say, yes, yes, I can get you in in six weeks. Yes, I can get you in in eight weeks. Yes, I can. And I realized that was actually doing me a disservice for a number of reasons. One of the reasons is it, it, it lessened my demand because clients just could always get in. And then two, it really set me back from the rest of my business because I wasn't allowing myself the time and energy to build it and grow it. And I ended up just being completely burnt out. I was exhausted and that one little thing by setting a boundary with that, which was actually really simple. I didn't really have to communicate too much with anybody in order to tackle this boundary, but all I simply needed to do was put myself on the calendar and make sure that I said, these are my exact work hours when I'm taking clients behind the chair. These are my exact work hours when I'm working on the business. This is when I'm going to the gym. I really, really, really had to maximize and optimize my schedule to the best of my ability to make sure that I wasn't feeling stressed. I wasn't feeling burnt out. They don't deserve that. And and there's no reason, they're not doing anything wrong. And there are going to be people that don't love that. Like I had one example where a client really wanted to get in at 4.45 specifically. However, with how my time blocks worked inside of the salon to maximize my day, I could not get them in at that time. It had to be slightly before or slightly after. And I did have to lose that client, but you have to understand you are not going to work for everybody and that's okay. And I expressed that to her and I said, listen, I understand you have a busy life. I understand that you have children that you need to get home to. And if my schedule isn't working for you, that is totally okay. And we ended up having a great conversation and it ended up being fine. And I realized in that moment, no clients were getting upset with me for not coming in early. They just had to make a little shift. They had to pre-book more appointments. And at the end of the day, I was a lot happier. I was giving them better services. And at the end of the day, everybody wins. So that simple example of a relationship just got better because now I have more energy and they understand what the boundaries are. Personal life. For me, I would say it's definitely more difficult than work. Work to me is work and I can put on the business. And I think that businesses need to have structure in order to be successful. So for me, the work, that's where I nailed it first. I started with that one boundary I just told you guys about, and I just set boundary after boundary after boundary. And I found myself a lot happier. I found my clients a lot happier, my staff a lot happier. And I tackled that first. Then I realized, Michelle, your personal life does not have boundaries. Who, why is this business girl that has so many boundaries? Why can you not be that in your personal life? So I said, you know what, today's the day. I'm going to be that in my personal life. So an example of that is a friend or family member is constantly coming to you with negativity. This may be your mom. This may be your best friend. This may be your sister. This may be your significant other. um, But you just constantly feel like they are coming to you with negativity you dread their relationship you dread opening a message from them you don't want to have them call you on the phone when they call you you swerve it because you're just not about it you are just like i don't want you in my orbit and you're and you're really trying to limit them in your orbit now that can turn out bad if you just all of a sudden start cutting them out because they're gonna eventually realize that and they're gonna see and sense this tension or this animosity that you guys might have um However, you can still be a good friend or a good family member or a good partner by protecting your energy and communicating that with them. So in that instance, just communicating to them how you feel when they do that and that you need to make a shift and change in changing your relationship. So before you ever approach anybody or have a conversation with anybody, I think you need to sit down with yourself and you need to evaluate where you can take personal responsibility. And a lot of that is in the communication. So those are just a couple examples. I'm sure that while you're listening to this podcast right now, you're drumming up a million areas in your life that you can set boundaries in. Um, And I hope that you are, because that is the whole point of this podcast. The last part in this podcast, I always like to give you guys an action step. I like to show you how to take what I'm talking about and actually apply it to your life. So I came up with three really simple, easy steps for you guys to remember. So if you have your notebooks, grab those out. But the first thing that we have to do is we have to define what our boundaries are. You have to ask yourself in that situation what you want. And sometimes asking yourself what you actually want or what you need can be a really difficult conversation. But just be honest and transparent with yourself in what you want and what you need. Look at all of the areas in your life, your business, your personal life. If something makes you feel uneasy or frustrated, write that down. That might be a boundary that you need to explore. So first step is to define what boundaries need to be set. You might write a list that's about seven pages long and it might seem overwhelming. Whenever you have so many ideas or so many goals to set or so many boundaries to set, start with the one that is weighing on you the most. Start with the one that is going to make the biggest impact in your everyday life and then check them off from there. I like to write a line in my notebook. Again, back to the visual learner. I like to draw a line and on the left-hand side, I write the boundary, and on the right-hand side, I write what happens if I stick to that. So I write down a positive thing. Well, if I stick to this, my energy is gonna be so much better. If I stick to this, I'm gonna be able to um, spend my time and energy on more positive things or meal prepping for myself or whatever it might be. So draw a line in the middle of the page, left side boundaries, right side, what happens if you stick to them. And maybe if it helps you, you can write down what happens if you don't stick to them to hold yourself a little bit more accountable. Number two, communicate them. You have to teach people how to treat you. Let me say that again. You have to teach people how to treat you. In these situations, I'll bring it back to the family member coming to you with constant negativity. If you allow them to continue to have negative conversations with you you pick up the phone you respond to a text you egg that on they are going to keep doing it you have to teach them how to treat you so an actual way to have a conversation with them and I know everybody's different and I know not everybody's gonna like it but at the end of the day you have to really put yourself first here so I would go to that person and I would say first of all, bringing up like, can I have this conversation with you? I have been feeling like when we have conversations that there's a lot of negativity around that. And I really want to have, you know, a flourishing, positive relationship with you and maybe telling them that maybe you're not the person that they should go to with the negativity because it's weighing heavy on you. They're not even going to realize it. They think they can just have a, a cry and a, crab fest with you all the time because you're accepting it and you're and you're taking it on for them and and they appreciate that but you can establish a new relationship with anybody that you want at any time so communicating it define it communicate and the last step is you have to stay consistent people are going to even if you have a conversation with them and even if you set the boundary they are going to try to test it again and again and again and that's where you have to continue to remain consistent with that boundary which is why it's so so important that you continuously check in with yourself and see am i allowing this person or this situation to step over the line of my boundaries. All right, you guys, that is the conclusion of today's podcast. I hope that this episode helped you a ton and I'd love to continue conversations about this. If you are following me on social media at beauty by underscore Michelle Sonor, I would love for you to connect with me. Let me know if you have any questions about boundaries and we can dive into these conversations a little bit deeper, but. At the end of every episode, we do Ask Me Anything, where I let my listeners literally ask me anything, and nothing is off limits. Today's question is juicy. It is from Emily from Wisconsin, shout out to my home state, and she asked, what would you say was slash what created the biggest shift for you in terms of confidence? Would you attribute it to an event or something else that happened that curated it for you? Or would you say it's been a gradual climb? Okay, I love this question. I think if I really think back to what created the biggest shift in terms of my confidence, I can really think back to when I was a kid. I was really pretty shy. I know none of you are gonna believe that, but I was really shy. And I was really overweight when I was younger. And I think a lot of how I felt in my own skin, and and I had a lot of chaos in my, my home growing up too. So there's a lot of things that led to this, but I really noticed the biggest shift for me start to happen when I started to take control of my health. And it wasn't just, oh, I lost weight. It was really the energy that I got from nourishing myself and the energy that I got from moving my body. And that gave me a ton of confidence. And I've talked a lot about this before, but how working out and body movement and eating right, that has such a big effect on your brain. A lot of people will say it's it's like their therapy um and i couldn't agree more that is when i really really started to gain confidence and i think as i've gotten older where you kind of talked about did something happen or would you say it's been a gradual climb i do feel like year after year it's a constant gradual climb to building confidence because your life changes and and what makes you feel confident when you're a kid is very different than what makes you feel confident when you're an adult and I think the biggest thing that I have to do, I had to do is just accept that not everybody is going to like you. As I have grown my business, as I have, you know, gained success in different areas, there's a lot of jealousy and there's a lot of like not everybody's going to love you. Some a lot of people are going to love you, but you just really truly have to accept that like you will not mesh with everybody. And I always know that in my heart that I'm doing my absolute best I can do every day. And so if I believe that and know that to be true in myself, it really helps me just accept myself and just be fully and outwardly confident. So thank you, Emily, for that question. And thank you guys so much for all of your questions. If you want to submit your own question, click the Ask Me Anything link in the description of this podcast. And as always, If this podcast helped you or inspired you, I'd be so, so grateful if you would rate or review this episode, send it to a friend or share to your social media, XOXO.